This is the way I heard it. The hangman looked out upon the crowd of spectators who had come to watch the execution. It was an enthusiastic gathering, bigger than usual. He waited for his cue, and when it came, he slipped the noose over the head of the condemned and tightened the hangman's knot behind the left ear. Then, in the seconds before the floor fell away, the hangman allowed his mind to wander back to a simpler time, a time when the only knot he cared about tying was the elusive Windsor. Every Sunday morning, as the father dressed for church, the son would watch in wonder as the long ribbon of silk looped and spiraled around itself in a mysterious series of swirls and eddies, culminating in a perfectly proportioned protuberance, high and snug against his dad's neck. Watching his father dress for church was a cherished part of his Sunday morning ritual, and unlocking the secrets of the Windsor Knot had been a great challenge. Like his grandfather, the boy's dad was also a preacher, and church a bi-weekly event. So, by the time he turned twelve, the boy could not only quote much of the good book, he could tie a Windsor with his eyes closed. Now, over fifty years later, this mild-mannered son of a preacher man had mastered a very different kind of knot and become notorious for his association with a very different kind of necktie. He knew for a fact he'd participated in more public executions than any governor, any prison warden, or any priest could ever hope to avoid. But standing there on the gallows, midway through his sixth decade, he could not help but wonder where the road not taken might have led. What, for instance, might have happened had he stuck with writing? Once upon a time, he'd had a newspaper column. His editor said he had a natural ability with the language. Or what about acting? Years ago, he'd appeared in a film, and the director said he was a natural, said the camera loved him. Or what about sports? When he was 17, he'd shattered his high school record for the 24-mile marathon. His coach said he was built to run. So what if he'd kept on running? How far might he have gone? Might he have outrun the many temptations that very nearly killed him? At one point, he was putting down a case of beer every day, then a bottle of vodka, along with a few grams of cocaine, then a few more after that. He recalled the alcoholism, the overdoses, the rehab, the cirrhosis, and the women, so many women with so few strings attached. It was a miracle he survived it all. The hangman looked out upon the crowd of spectators who had come to watch the execution. It was an enthusiastic gathering, bigger than usual. He waited for his cue, and when it came, he slipped the noose over the head of the condemned, his head, and tightened the hangman's knot behind his own left ear. The guitar wailed, the bass thumped, the drums crashed, the hangman thought about the Bible study he would attend the next morning back home in Phoenix. He'd wear a tie, naturally, probably the blue one, with a Windsor knot high and tight against his neck. Then the floor fell out from under him, and once again the hangman was dead, swinging slowly back and forth before a legion of adoring fans. Rolling Stone once estimated that Vincent died on stage over 60,000 times in his long and storied career, not always from hanging, of course. Sometimes he dies in the electric chair, sometimes in the guillotine, sometimes all three in the same night. But 
like Lazarus rising from the grave, Vincent is always resurrected and the crowd always goes wild. In fact, his personal nightmare is still one of the most popular stage shows ever, and his ability to navigate the gauntlet of sex and drugs has led him straight into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But don't expect the hangman to take any credit, because Vincent Fernier, the king of shock rock, is also a born-again Christian who, for the last 30 years, has been clean, sober, remarried to his loving wife, devoted to his weekly Bible study, and utterly obsessed with the game of golf, while his legendary other self is still coming back from the dead, resurrected night after night, as the one and only Alice Cooper. Anyway, that's the way I heard it. <laughs> 